Welcome to the Success Ascent. My name is Pat Mancuso, the creator and host of our show. Today we welcome serial entrepreneur Preston Weeks. Preston is the founder of Operations X and the co-founder of Formula EQ Academy. EQ stands for Emotional Quotient and what I love today is how timely this conversation was about our emotional quotient. In fact, Preston stated a survey where well over 65,000 people responded, entrepreneurs, and said the number one thing that contributed to their success was their emotional quotient and their resiliency in business. I also have to tell you, in the world that we are living in today and all the things that are happening, how important emotional quotient is relative to life and business. I know you're going to enjoy the episode today, so on to the ascent. Welcome to the Success Ascent. My name is Paul Mancuso, and I am the creator and host of our show, and we are excited that you're with us today. And I am even more excited to introduce a guest to you who I have been following a part of what he's doing, and I'm excited that he's going to share that with us today. His name is Preston Weeks. Now, let me tell you a little bit about Preston. First, he's the owner of Operations X and Formula EQ, and he's going to talk to us particularly about Formula EQ and what that's all about. And that ties into one of the things that he does, which is he helps build people and in turn helps businesses. And you guys, you know, if you follow me at all, I'm all about people and organizations. So I think we're going to learn a lot from Preston today. He's also an author. He's an entrepreneur. He's a dad of three children, two twins, twin or twin seven-year-olds and a nine-year-old. And uh, obviously, uh, has a beautiful wife, as he told me before we started today. So, uh, Preston, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to be here today, and it's great to be able to share some hopefully uh, useful information with your viewers and listeners out there. Well, Preston, I, I appreciate it, and I just want to acknowledge I love your background today. Um, I just love that uh, we should all be uh, so fortunate to focus on that. I also love the license plate, more joy. Um, we got to get one. Of, I got to get one of those from Minnesota. Where'd you, you know, I mean, what lovely idea. Yeah, well, I've got a fun story actually behind that. So I, I used to be, I'm a serial entrepreneur. So I used to own a bunch of car dealerships. I've been in the car business. I started with one $1,600 car and I kept reinvesting in myself and I ended up building that and building that and ended up owning and co-owning 15 different car dealerships and had multiple verticals and stuff like that. But that license plate right there, more joy came from a client of mine that I had who, cause in Utah, you, you take everyone's plate. They get the a new plate when they get a car. Sure. So came from a client I had, I, there was, Mark Victor Hansen, author of Chicken Soup for the Soul books. And so he was one of my clients uh, in my car business. And then later ended up, uh, I came, I worked with him and right. energy company and it just snowballed from there. So oh, yeah. what a great story. What a great story. And we talked a little bit about him before we started. And uh, so, so Preston, I always have a little bit of fun with my guests before we start. And I say, okay, that was Preston on paper. What don't we know about Preston or what would you share with us that we didn't talk about in that intro? Yeah, shoot. what you don't know about me is that probably I, I'm a workaholic and I spend all my time working, but every time I'm not working, I'm pretty much playing with my kids. I'm playing ball, I'm playing Legos, I'm drawing things, I'm playing games. And so that's that's one of the biggest parts I think you didn't know about me is that uh, I, I'm just a guy who loves to have fun at heart. And yeah. Cool. 
Well, we talked about some of our common interest in uh, before we started, and so uh, I get it. I I completely understand it. So um, so let's talk. So the first thing that I always like to do on the show when we talk to entrepreneurs like you and successful people who are having impact is the entrepreneurial journey that you've been on. And you've had, you know, you talked about working with Mark uh, Victor Hansen and that opportunity and building a business and selling it. And so talk about your entre entrepreneurial journey. What have you learned? Yeah, absolutely. Well, the entrepreneurial journey has been a long, long journey for me. And it, it, it's been something that has been in my core since I was a little kid. I was actually in like second grade. I came up with my first business. I started selling candies at school. And to the other kids, I figured I could buy a whole bulk, bag of bulk candy and I could sell them each for a quarter. And all the kids wanted candy more than they wanted a quarter and everyone had a quarter. And so I could make like five bucks off a bag of bulk candy. But I just started building businesses after that. And I started building sales businesses. But you know, there's so many different steps that people go through as entrepreneurs and starting a company. And you have to go from scaling, from going from yourself, by yourself, running a business, doing every single thing, and how to transition to having one employee and then multiple employees, and then transition to having multiple locations, and then multiple verticals under the company, different situations like that. So I really had to learn, you know, a lot of those steps in between and how to how to deal with that, how to thrive and keep going after. So if you were to look back on that journey, like what was one or two of the most important things you learned that maybe you didn't know before you got on the journey that you would share with others that are starting the journey? Yeah. Well, one of them I think was when I was trying to figure out how to grow, you know, you're always looking at hiring people, right? And you right. hire people and you go, okay, how do I hire people? Who do I hire? And it's, and I think it's a common tendency for people to want to hire people that they like, people that they want to be around, maybe people are similar to them. But one thing I learned is you want to hire the people that are opposite of you. Right. You want to get a whole, or you want to get along with everyone. So, you know, like-minded people is okay, but have the skill sets of people that are different than you, that think differently than you, and that'll do the things that are different than that you're not going to want to do. Right. Support you. So that was one one of the big things I learned along those curves is to have, you know, how to manage that and how to actually get the right person and to find someone that's kind of a mirror, you know, that fits in in a synergistic way. Absolutely. be a partner in that way and take that stuff on. Because you look at I'm like the worst person in the world to go do a redundant task over and over and over again or something like that. So I need to support myself with people like that. Right. Different than me. Yeah. Well, you know what's interesting, Preston, you say that. And one of the things that in our organization that we do is we have a proprietary hiring model that we use in a behavioral assessment tool. And, you know, we work with companies. And one of the things that companies struggle with is they don't hire the right people because they don't actually have a process. And you talked about how bias comes into the conversation. You know, I like them. They're nice. You know, I feel comfortable with them. And what's what's amazing is that when you when you actually follow a model and you and then when you get to the end of the hiring process and literally when you make them an offer, they say yes. And there's no negotiating because you built up such a bond over that. And they're great people. 
but yet they're great people to do the job. And it's so important. And yet as entrepreneurs, we tend to do things entrepreneurial when we start. So, I, you know, I'm so glad that you brought that up because it's such a big piece for entrepreneurs, whether they're hiring their first person or their hundredth person. Um, it just doesn't have to be that difficult. So I'm glad that you brought that up. So what else have you learned in your entrepreneurial journey that you would share? Yeah, you know, another thing I've learned that was a big learning curve is how bad, how toxic it can be to have one bad seed in your team. And I'll give you an example. So I was running a car dealership and I had it, one of my car dealerships, I had a sales team of three people. And I had my highest performing sales guy would always kind of bug the other two salespeople that were there. He was always kind of manipulating things. He was kind of, you know, stealing deals, he was pushing people into cars. And, and but he just didn't quite vibe. So he came to me one day and he said, Hey, Preston, I, I want to take my wife's going to have a baby. I want to take paternity leave. Can I have two months off? <laughs> and so I thought, Okay, well, I was like, This is kind of probably what I wouldn't do. But, you know, it, I was like, You know what? We need a break from this guy. I was like, I'm just going to go ahead and let him go for sure. two, two months and I'm going to try it out and see what happens. So I was like, Sure. You can have time off, go home, you know, enjoy it with your family. And what I had learned is that next month, the other two salespeople were there on that lot. That lot, you probably average like 35 cars a month or so. And that next month, those two salespeople, because that bad blood was gone, because that toxic feel was gone, the negativity was gone out of the yeah. office, we went up from like 35 cars to 65 cars. We set a record wow. the next month on that lot. And my team sold more with 66% of the staff than we had done, you know, the whole time that place opened. And that, that was a really big reflection point to look at and go, okay, even though he's a great salesperson, right? That bad energy in the office took the whole office down. It brought the performance down in yeah. the whole thing. And that was really eye-opening. So, so the question is, is did he come back from paternity leave? He, he came back from paternity leave and then uh, he, he ended up weeding himself out of the office. Uh, you know, through the, he ended up stealing some things from me. And so, no, no. Yeah, those, those, guys, those guys and gals he came back with are like, we don't need you. Get out of here. We sold more cars without you. I love it. I love it. I love yeah. it. So let me ask you another question. So I, when people are going through this, and I call it the journey of success, right? And sometimes it's up, sometimes it's sideways, sometimes it's backwards. What's been the biggest ceiling that you hit in any of that journey? And how did you break through it? Interesting. Yeah. You know, I think the ceilings come in uh, waves or like levels. It's kind of like a stair almost. And I don't know if there's necessarily one ceiling but it's constant ceiling right. you, you hit, I think, in each level. And so it's, you know, going from how the heck do I go from myself to being able to hire someone? Or how do I go to, you know, running that new location? And we go through all these, you know, pressures. It's like stairs. You know, you look at it. Right. And you go, you know, okay, I hit this plateau. How do I get to the next stair? And you got to find that incline and push yourself past it. So I don't know if I necessarily had one, but just, you know, being able, one of the biggest things though, I think the most important thing is being able to constantly look at it and have periodic evaluation to go, okay, what am I doing? And what does the next step look like? 
because you have to have foresight. You have to be looking ahead, right? Where you're going where you want to be and make sure that the goals line up. And then when you meet those goals, you have to have attainable goals first. If you don't have attainable goals, you can't be make anything. It doesn't matter. You're just going for an open-ended nothing, right? Yeah, if you have measurable goals that you can hit, and then you're hitting those, you go, okay. Now, how do I push past that? How do I expand past that? And what do I need to bring in as resources to be able to do that? And so that's, and I think, you know, the biggest thing that we do is constant, constant reevaluation of it and, and being able to look at it. So then let me ask you one other question before we shift to the, the formula EQ and that conversation around, um, you know, the emotional quotient, if you may. What's the biggest setback that you've had in that journey and how did you overcome it or get through it? Yeah, well, you know, I, this is a good segue, actually, question, because the biggest setback is what has led me to why I started Formula EQ and why I do my training and my coaching and things like that. I love so, it. Yeah, I had, uh, I was in one of those growth phases in my company, and so, you know, we make a lot of profit and get to a certain point, and then we get more leverage and then grow and grow the company. So we're doing that stairs, you know, of constantly evolving and moving up. And so I was in one of those positions. I was heavily leveraged. We're buying a bunch of cars for lots. We're growing into a new area. We're hiring more people. And the company that was financing everything got acquired by a competitor to another company that I was working with. Oh, and wow. when it happened, they didn't want to work with me because I was working with the other company. And so they basically called the long story short, they called a big note due. Uh, and it's due very, very quickly. And so I had to scramble and it put everything on the line. It put everything at risk. Right. And I thought to myself, I thought, oh crap, you know, I'm going to fail. I'm going to hit the you know, wall. And when you're in it and you're an entrepreneur and you're doing that and you're living it and you go, this is my baby. This is everything. You know, people, you know, think that and they get their heart into it. And the biggest transition and this literally changed my life you know, understanding this and really deeply, deeply understanding it is to understand the difference between uh, a failure in, in a business or a failure in an idea and me being a failure. And I had to recognize and realize the two different things that they were separate. And so that because a business failed or because an idea failed, it didn't right. mean I was a failure. And, and then recognizing that, realizing it, and then recognizing in myself that I am the creator of everything amazing in my life. I'm the creator of everything I've accomplished in my life and gaining that power back in my life was differentiator that made everything. Well, you know, and, and if you ask, I mean, every entrepreneur that I've ever talked to, I've ever interviewed, I can go back in my entrepreneurial journey. There always was that defining moment. And sometimes a defining moment takes you down and that's your opportunity to go back up. And then sometimes it's just a huge, like, whoa, I'm so glad that I learned that and I didn't have to, you know, start over. And yet, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs, they they start over, right? That's where they learn it. That's where they kind of earn their buckles on their belt, so to speak. And, you know, what I heard you, I love that you said is, you know, you get to take responsibility for both sides, right? You get to take responsibility for the success. And at the same time, you get to take responsibility for putting yourself in that situation. And now it's just the opportunity to learn. So. Yeah. So, so let's shift gears to the Formula EQ Academy. So I'm uh, doing something on the internet and I'm connected with somebody. I think it might even been Ken Walls and, and uh, 
you and Mark Victor Hansen are doing this deal. And so, of course, I'm a learning, you know, addict. I jump in and and I just loved it. And, and so tell me, like, tell, tell us about the Formula EQ Academy, but let's start with the Formula EQ, like emotional quotient. Talk to us. Yeah, so everyone knows the intellectual quotient, the IQ. You know, so that's the smarts and those things that you always heard about. But the EQ is a little bit less known. It's becoming more popular, but it's that emotional quotient or the emotional intelligence. And so what that is, is having that internal inside, that part of you that can be resilient, that part of you that can feel happy about everything you're doing, and that part of you that builds the strength. So I put on that event you were talking about, I put on an event called The Power of You because I believe that you are the foundation of every single thing that you do in your life. So literally, like, it, you know, our self, you know, we create our relationships, we create you know, things, we create services, we create our life around us, and we're that foundation. And if that foundation of yourself is weak, if it's lacking, if it's distracted, if it's off at all, then you can only show up every space in your life at uh, at a fraction of who you are so so we're only a hundred percent us and right and so if ten percent of you sad and ten percent of you has anxiety and five percent of you is pissed off about something that's happening you know in the world then you can only operate at 75 percent and and that 75 percent is everywhere you show up in your work in your focus in your relationships if you're a husband or a wife or a friend or a parent or whatever it is your role is in life that pulls you away from being that and so i launched the formula eq academy and formula eq training because well i'm a serial entrepreneur i've been involved in so many businesses and the car businesses and many other things along my way but what i learned is there's a study done that has over sixty-five thousand people sixty-five thousand eight hundred twenty-seven people actually Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm a numbers person. I'm a numbers person. Oh, I love it. I love the number. But they, but they said that 89.1% of success of business owners or entrepreneurs has to deal with emotional intelligence. That's what, you know, when we're faced with the challenge, like we talked about, when we're faced with those obstacles, when we're faced with whatever it is that comes at us, that's that part inside it gives you strength to deal with it. It gives you strength to go on and do something and keep working and get up the next day. Yeah, I love it. So I want to I want to go deeper on that, but I do want to ask you a question that's kind of relevant for the moment. And we're not going to go too far into politics, but but we got a lot of people who are dealing with some gaps in their EQ right now, right? I mean, they're they're angry. They're you know they're anxious they've got anxiety they've got depression and i mean rightfully so we're human beings and what we've been going through for the last two years both health-wise and political environment it's just not normal i mean it just isn't so you know like what would you coach somebody or, or what advice would you give somebody it, just a simple step because i mean it's all over it's all around us i mean my daughter was out in an event over the weekend and she had an experience with another human being and you know, two years ago, you just wouldn't have had this happen. So like, what advice would you give people? Because it is some interesting times. Yeah, no, it is. It's really, really interesting times. And you know, the whole, looking at what's happened with the whole world, the whole world's gone through a change. You know, it doesn't matter what it is, doesn't matter how it's affected you. Everyone's gone through a massive, massive change. And then coupled with that 
has been a lot of fear. There's right. been a lot of fear-based talk. There's been a lot of fear spread out in the world. There's a lot of fear of economic things, political things, whatever it is. You know, there's a lot of fears out there. And that's been really, really heavy you know, in the message. And you know, really, the, I think fear is an incredibly destructive thing and it's not serving to people. And so what we need to do is you know, look at it and realize that things are okay. I mean, it's just a really simple thing, but actually, you know, people are, are hearing all these messages and all these negative things. And if you can just step back as one quick little tip and just realize and look around you and go, okay, I'm, I'm okay. You know, right. I'm, I'm sitting in my house. No one's attacking me. Right. I'm not sick and dying. Um, you know, the world isn't collapsing and, you know, none of this stuff is actually going on. And if we're putting our power, we're giving our power away, and that was the power of you, we're giving our power away to things like fear. Right. We have those situations that come toward us and, you know, and we let them into our life. We're actually giving power to that situation. Yeah. Makes, so, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. It makes perfect sense, right? Like, like you know, being grateful for what you have versus, you know, like what you might not have, right? Like, you know, you're sitting in an environment, I'm sitting in an environment where we have air conditioning, we have lights, you know, we have running water and, and just, you know, how, how often are we grateful for those simple things, right? And that's, yeah. I love that. Just step back a little bit from it and, and, and go, we're okay. It's okay. It's not perfect. And, and it could be a lot worse. Yeah. So... If somebody is is involved in, and I know this from being involved with them, but I want to have you tell the story. If somebody's involved with the, you know, EQ Academy, the Formula EQ Academy, what are they going to take away? Like, what would be their experience? What's your goal for them to achieve? Yeah, well, you know, I actually bring it down to something really simple, and sometimes it kind of uh, sounds cheesy, you know, when people say it, but really to experience self-love and joy and to i mean to do it in a way that's conscious to do it in a way that's recognizable to do it in a way that's deeply uh gratifying in your life right because we have so many of these things are distracting us so many of these things are going on and we teach the skills and the tools that you can use and you can deploy in your life to actually feel however you want to feel to not have it to have these challenging things that happen in our lives, challenging things happen in the world, challenging things happen in business, and to be able to take those and not let them affect you, not let them affect your happiness, not let them affect your uh, energy, not let them be part of your life. And so you can actually remove them and you can function exactly how you want to be. You can wake up in the morning with a smile on your face and have joy and have love for life and be able to go out and be able to feel that inside you because too many people don't feel that and they go, oh, oh I, I'm okay, I'm happy, but like they really aren't you know, deep, deeply inside you know, or they're kind of faking it to make it in, in a lot of situations. And, and that I know from my experience as a coach and consultant, that helps deal with the life, right? Because if you're empty or your you're, you know, jar is empty, it's hard for you to give. But when your jar is fuller, you can give and you can also absorb some of the things that are going to happen. So make makes perfect sense. So let's get, shift gears. I've prepared you for this. 
So as an entrepreneur or human being, you can kind of go wherever you want to go with this. What's the best advice that you've ever been given that hopefully you follow? Yeah, well, the best advice, you know, I think it was something that my grandfather said when I was little. He said, uh, hanging on to anger is like taking arsenic. You're only poisoning yourself. And I don't know if that was taken from someone else or a different thing, but I have been, I've taken on that advice and I don't hang on to anger. I don't hang on to any of those feelings. I don't hang on to anything. And so when that stuff comes in my life, it's just boom, gone. And because of that, because I've adopted that, I am a deeply happy person. And you know, I don't live in the past. I don't let those things bother me, but it's helped me to be successful. It's helped me to be able to show up and to be whoever it is that I want to be. Oh my gosh. The, just the visual of that, right. is just so powerful. Oh my gosh. That, thank you for sharing that. That, uh, that may be the title of the, of the uh, podcast when it ultimately posts. I love that. <laughs> so, you know, this is coming, we're going to flip it upside down and we're going to say, Preston, what's the absolute worst advice that you've ever been given that hopefully you didn't follow. And if you did, what did you learn? Well, yeah, actually it came from, the same person it came from my grandfather and they were telling me not to invest in things that were too expensive. They were worried that I was going to, uh, you know, get, get into some, uh, situation where I was going to become some, uh, ungrounded, you know, person that was off base. And, uh, but I, I didn't listen. I, I was looking at some investments in my life at the time and I went and I went against what they thought and I trusted my gut and I trusted my data and I trusted my internal self and I invested in it and then I made tons of money from it and it helped me a lot. <laughs> so follow your heart and believe in yourself. <laughs> yeah, <that's the> <laughs> so, so, so good advice one time, not so good advice the second time. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> Well, you know, so Preston, so here's the deal. I'm going to do a little PSA, um, and then I want to uh, bring you back here in just uh, probably 30 seconds to uh, give us a final thought. So, ladies and gentlemen, first of all, I'm going to run the banner across the bottom. If you do want to subscribe to the Success Ascend, you can go to PatMancuso.com. You can go to your favorite podcast source and look up the Success Ascent. We also have all those links at our website as well as the information on our coaching and consulting services and what we do. So um, we absolutely appreciate your support. Could not do this without it and love all the feedback that you give us um, and the love that you give our guests. So thank you so much. So Preston, final thought that you leave our listeners with. Yeah, I think the final thought is people are more powerful than they think they are. And your thoughts and your words are more powerful than you understand them to be. So your, your, your words are what comes out of your mouth. It's your conscious thought and your subconscious, the rest of your body listens. It listens and acts and tries to actually carry out those things that you do in the day. And so think about your words. Your words are powerful and your thoughts are powerful and say amazing things to yourself. Say positive things to yourself. Talk about the successes and the amazing things that you have in front of you because your body will try to resolve it inside. It'll listen and it'll try to work it out and it'll try to bring those things into your life. Well, and you tell me if this is true, it listens no matter what you say. So it's, it listens to the positive and listens to the negative. So you have a choice, right? Yeah, it doesn't know the difference. It's just whatever you tell it. It doesn't know the difference. It doesn't know the reality. It just hears what you tell it. That's yeah, literally yeah. true. 
Absolutely. Well, Preston, we're scrolling down at the bottom. Text Preston 2100. What are they going to get when they text Preston 2100? Or actually 21,000. Number 21,000. 21, yeah. 21,000. 21, yeah, I lost a zero. 21,000, Preston. And I'll reach out to you directly and uh, I'll connect with you. You'll have my cell phone number and everything. I'd like to actually meet people and talk to them and help to improve and better their life. And we have a special offer right now at formulaeq.com where we're giving a year of live coaching at the Formula EQ Academy for $365. So it's a dollar a day to invest in yourself, invest in your difference of your life and come join us. And if you want to check it out, I'll let you come and uh, come for free for a week. Well, Preston, I know, you know, I've been following you for a few months now and, and I know you give and, and, you know, you bring some great talent to the table and, you know, high level talent that's got just an immense amount of experience and you're pouring into people. And I've learned a lot already in just the short time that uh, we have had the opportunity to connect. So um, guys and gals, what a great offer. Um, and, and Preston, I just would say thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Thanks for what you do in bettering people's lives and making the world work for 100% of humanity, which is my mission. So you align with that. I appreciate you. Thanks for having me, Pat. I love it, Preston. Well, listeners, like I say, I leave every episode. Be happy, be healthy, and be safe until the next time we see you. Take care. If you've not yet subscribed, please go to your favorite podcast source and subscribe to the Success Ascent or simply go to www dot the success ascent and that's a-s-c-e-n-t dot com the success ascent dot com thanks so much for joining us today we look forward to catching you on the next ascent